Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. It's Vani Lang and you are listening to my solo show, It's a Little Complicated. Today I want to talk about a topic called pervy photographers. Oh my god, I really hope I don't offend anyone talking about this, but it's something that comes up when you get together with other models. I mean, and it's not just happening within the lingerie and boudoir modeling scene, it happens even in the fashion world, and in movies, and uh, all kinds of filmings. So let me just share with you some of the things that I've heard and a lot of things that have happened to me. I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> okay, one thing that I have noticed is... I actually had worse experiences in Asia than I did outside of Asia and it was always with local photographers and I've worked with so many photographers just all over the world, you know, expats, foreigners, just every race and ethnicity and size and shape. It's just, yeah, there's, it just kind of surprises me that all the shady ones I've really had to deal with were Chinese. So before I get into that, maybe I should say that there are ways to protect yourself from pervy photographers, as in you don't even have to end up working with them. But even with all the things that I did to try to avoid the situations, it still happened. That's just what happens when you're a model um, or an actor. You just kind of, it's it's tough, you know? Like you can win 80% of the time or 90% and then one bad egg just ruins the whole experience. I've actually stopped modeling for big lengthy spans of time because of just being so disgusted by some of the stuff that has happened. So let's start with my time in Singapore. This is where I kind of started my boudoir slash art nude modeling because I met a woman who was Filipino, gorgeous, just gorgeous. She was 45 I think when I met her and she's already had three kids at this point who were teenagers and she was still modeling like sexy modeling and I just thought that was incredible because when you're 45 
you're you don't give a shit you know you can do whatever the f- you want like no one can really judge you at that point you're not a little girl you're a full-grown adult who's had three kids so if you are going to you know take your clothes off in front of the camera then more power to you if you're hot enough to do that then props like that's something to like be really proud of so i just thought wow that shows me that there's longevity in this and maybe i can do this until i'm 45 so i got into it when i was in singapore and and that's not to say i didn't do nude shoots before there was two times i shot nude and oh no three before singapore that was in thailand um the first one was with i can't remember actually the you know chronological order of things but i shot with a vogue photographer he was amazing i learned so much from shooting with him and he's shot like primarily with um very you know high society celebrities in thailand so it was a privilege to take my clothes off in front of him for these pictures and he made me look amazing i'm just beautiful i still have a painting in my living room that was made from one of the photographs he took of me and i also got to work with ren hang a famous chinese photographer who was exactly the same age as me but he just was so famous i mean he would sell one of his prints for i think the starting price was like 2000 us i i don't even know now it's probably worth more because he's unfortunately passed away um but he was just like a creative genius with the camera okay and then i think another few i shot with this gay photography couple who have done like star wars movie you know photos for the movie poster so yeah they're up there but when I went to Singapore and started doing boudoir modeling, I also realized <laughs> you end up working with a lot of amateur photographers. And that's because those are the ones that will pay to take pictures of you. And so I started on this journey of being a, a sexy model. And I felt really safe doing it because I was in Singapore. Singapore is like literally the safest country on the planet i think there's just hardly any crime in the whole country and the locals are quite i mean not just the locals everyone that lives there is scared of doing anything wrong because you get fined you get jailed you get spanked like with a piece of wood no joke it's I think one of the only places in the world that does that, I don't even know what the term is, but basically they make you bend over with your pants off and a trained professional will spank you (laughs) until you bleed. And it's happened very famously. There was an American kid who kind of, did graffiti all over um, a public space and he got spanked 
And that was like a big news. So yeah, people basically don't do things. They don't go overboard in Singapore. And and that's what I noticed too. Like my experiences with the photographers there, it was bad. It wasn't that bad, but it was still bad. So the first one I would say was pretty minor offense. Basically, this photographer, he was an older Chinese man came over we did a photo shoot it was at my place this beautiful um, apartment condo that i lived with my then boyfriend and it was perfect for photo shoots such good lighting and furnishings after the shoot i'm sending him off to the elevator and he's like thank you for the shoot i say thank you and he kisses me on the cheek which is so annoying and disgusting and i didn't want to be kissed even on the cheek by a photographer and i kind of get that you know in european certain european cultures you do the air kisses to say hello and goodbye but this is a chinese photographer like i'm sorry I'm Asian, you're Asian, this is not part of our culture, so why the hell are you kissing me on the cheek? I felt so uncomfortable that after it happened, I didn't model for, I think it was a few months, because I was so disturbed by that. And the next kind of pervy situation that I can remember happening there's many but we'll just kind of work our way up to the different levels of perviness so this was in a studio again with a local chinese photographer and and like i'm not just trying to you know talk shit about my own race or anything really this was just my own experience i'm actually quite surprised that i haven't had more of these experiences with other photographers in other parts of the world or of other ethnicities because you know this stuff happens to a lot of models in every country you know here in the uk in america at I'm sure in every corner of the world. It really shouldn't, but it does. But in my experience, for some reason, it was just the Chinese ones that kind of fell through the radar. So, and the thing is, I have a really good filter when it comes to weeding out the pervy photographers. My method is on my profile, on Model Mayhem or Propoport, I write very long, extensive profile about everything that you can expect from me and what I expect from the photographer. You know, I don't do TF, which is like free pictures, for pictures. I don't pose uh, with my legs open because that's very pornographic. And I don't shoot porn. And it's like very explicitly stated there. Also, I, I say that photographers cannot touch me no matter what, not even to fix my hair. And usually having all these rules and stuff and the fact that I collect a deposit before the shoot and I expect full payment before the shoot, all of this stuff usually will scare off potential pervy photographers because they don't like rules, you know, they like to do what 
they want to be able to do. Like perfect photographers don't want to waste their time. So usually you can wait them out either with a long uh, list of rules on your profile or through the questions that they usually ask. So before booking, they'll usually say things like, oh, what are your levels? Um, which is really kind of sketchy because it's usually quite clear what your levels are just by looking at your profile and your portfolio. But yeah, again, pervy photographers don't want to waste time. So they usually find out if they can take things further. And that's how you can weed them out. So the next thing that happened was I was in the studio. We were doing a shoot and this was a really good client by the way he was paying me my highest rate per hour which in singapore is about 200 pounds per hour so and i think we were shooting for at least two hours and so i was kind of willing to put up with a little bit of the bullshit and this is what i had to put up with halfway through the shoot he said to me can you make your nipples hard, hard for the shoot? And I was like, what the hell? I'm not going to stand here and start rubbing my nipples. So I told him, well, maybe you can ask the studio manager to turn the AC up. I said this because I wanted to remind him that there's somebody else at the studio. Like, don't try anything funny mister because there's literally someone else there like a few feet away from us and then he proceeded to say something that i just thought was completely ridiculous he said oh well you know i was trained in japan and in japan my sensei which is the japanese word for like teacher taught us that we could make the model's nipple hard by sucking on it. And I'm just face palming right now because it still kind of blows my mind that somebody could say that and think that something would happen in his favor. I mean, what? how stupid would I have to be to fall for something like that? I mean, I just... I don't even know what to say. I think I just kind of laughed it off and was like, I got to get through this shoot. I, I can't remember if I didn't get full payment, if that's what the deal was, or if I just didn't want to like leave with a bad leave him with a bad impression. I don't remember what it was. I was just trying to be nice. I really, at that point, should have just said, look, <laughs> this shoot is over because of what you just said. And any models out there listening, this is why you get a deposit, you get full payment at the start of the shoot. Because if a photographer misbehaves or says anything out of line like that, you can just say, that makes me really uncomfortable and the shoot is over now. And you have your money so you can walk away. So yeah, that would be case number two. And unfortunately, there's more. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? 
let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now, and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code PODCAST to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. The next experience was also with a Chinese photographer. This time, though, he wasn't old. He was actually a younger guy, which is also baffling to me because if you're young and you know not bad looking and you have the means to pay a model a lot of money for her time and to shoot her then wouldn't you be able to just take a nice girl on a date or go to the red light district and find what you're looking for i mean it's why put yourself through the trouble of risking wasting your money and your time so this guy said to me halfway through our shoot he was like can you please spread your legs i just want to see i swear i don't even need to take a picture please please i just want to see i just want to oh my god was that annoying i i'm still annoyed just thinking about it that yeah and i told him i was like you're annoying the hell out of me right now and again, I was trying to be nice about it, but really, that's when I should have just said this shoot is over. So finally, I, I, you know, another thing about all of this is photographers, I think sometimes they kind of groom you in a sense, like they might book you for a shoot and everything is all right. They book you for a second shoot, everything is all right. They book you for a third shoot and that's when they start to do these funny things because they kind of made you comfortable with working with them and then they're like oh well you know maybe i could do this <sighs> please so always be on your guard for stuff like that number four i think we're on is quite possibly the worst but it seems like by now I actually figured out what was going on and figured out how to deal with things properly. So this photographer had booked me for a shoot and it was like a very short distance away from a city that I was already in, which was Hong Kong. And he basically said, yeah, you know, I'll pay for your your transport and your hotel and la di da and of course your fees and i was like okay great um can you also cover my assistant because i was traveling with a friend at the time and she was assisting me in a lot of things but also i didn't feel quite safe going all the way there to meet this photographer and you know people say this all the time to me when i was modeling they were like how do you do it you know you're just showing up to 
places that you're not familiar with, to shoot with men that you've never met, and on top of that, to shoot lingerie and nude with them. And, you know, it's like I said, usually you're able to filter out the perfs, so it's okay, but this time, another one slipped through the cracks. So I get to the hotel, it's me and my friend, and we have our first shoot. Now, this guy, he's already paid for everything. He's transferred me the money for the the transport and the hotel, and he's paid me for a deposit for two shoots that I think they were like two hours long each. I can't really remember right now. It was, you know, a lot of hours. And I got 50% deposit, I think. So yeah, I basically got paid for like an entire shoot. And then we started shooting and he paid me for the shoot that we were doing that day. So I basically was just missing like 50% of the shoot for the next day. So what happened was we were chatting and shooting and then he started talking about Chinese models from the mainland China and he said, oh, you know, the models from mainland, they do all these extra services. And I was like, oh, that's gross. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's really gross. And then somehow he starts to say, well, you know, I brought all this money, like 40,000 Hong Kong dollars. I don't even remember how much that is, but it's a lot of money. And I was like, what does this guy actually think that I've just said that I think it's gross that models are offering X. And then you're going to ask, what? the hell so i told him you know what i feel really uncomfortable about what you just said this shoot is over now and if you want to continue with our shoot the next day then my friend needs to be here and i texted her so fast i was like come back to the room now (laughs) and luckily she came right up and i i was being fair with him you know i said that we could still shoot the next day but she just had to be there like i needed to have her there as a kind of chaperone and of course he didn't agree to that which is totally fine but the interesting thing is when we started shooting i had been texting my friend in hong kong who's also a model and i told her about him because i thought oh you know this is a good client he could possibly book you and like pay for everything and like i've you know worked with him now so vetted and approved and she was like yeah yeah i'll get you know i want to be in touch with him to shoot with him but then this whole pervy situation happened so i immediately texted her i was like um yeah so this happened i don't think you want to work with him anymore so get this the photographer wants to be in touch with my friend like i've told him about her i told her about him and even after um me telling this girl about what just happened she still wanted to work with him and you know this isn't the first time like it happened when i was in singapore too this photographer was just like badgering me on my phone he kept calling me non-stop and yes i do give my phone number away to photographers that i meet from these websites because it's just easier to communicate directly through whatsapp than through the website you have to sign in and you know reply with their kind of inboxes and stuff 
So it was just easier and more straightforward. But this guy, another local Chinese Singaporean, just would call me nonstop. I mean, I'm one of these people that don't even use the phone as a phone anymore for voice calls. So I get really annoyed if people call me without texting me first or having some kind of like appointment and you know if you call someone and they don't pick up don't call again and again just wait for them to message you or something and the thing is i was with one of my friends who's also a model in singapore and she was like oh and i said to her i was like oh man this guy really pissed me off and i probably just lost like 300 bucks for you know not setting up a shoe with him but i'm so annoyed and she said to me that she would put up with that (laughs) and if i could send her his phone number and that's what happened with a girl in hong kong too even after knowing what had happened she still wanted to work with him so i made a deal with him and i basically said like look if you want me to put you in touch with this model you're gonna have to pay me a finder's fee And so he did. And that's how I dealt with the whole pervy photographer situation in Hong Kong. So my last story about a pervy photographer is actually a non-Chinese, finally. So this was an American guy who was living in Singapore at the time with his wife. And when he invited me over for a shoot... He said I could bring a chaperone, which made me think, well, if you said I can bring one, then it gives me the feeling that maybe I don't need to because it shows that you're not someone to worry about. The shoot went perfectly fine. The problem actually happened afterwards. So sometimes when I get along with photographers or anyone that I meet in my life, like other models on the set too, I try to be friends with them because I like making friends. And I thought that him and his wife were really, really cool. I still consider them my friends to this day, but it doesn't change the fact that I had a pervy experience because I invited them over for dinner one night. And my boyfriend, I think, wasn't home that time because he was on a business trip like he was very often. And I don't know if they thought it was like some kind of special dinner or something or that it was um, more than just friends thing. I have no clue. To me, it was just a friendly dinner. And I guess I'm just a friendly person. And I probably talked about my sex parties. Who knows? But at the end of the night, when we're saying goodbye, the guy gives me this big bear hug that he's quite famous for, which I don't mind. It's nice to hug tightly. But he grabbed my butt. And that I was not happy about. And it was so awkward because his wife was there. I did not want that. It was like totally uncalled for. And I don't know, would he have done that if my boyfriend was having dinner with us? Like that's so inappropriate. And I couldn't say anything at the moment because what do you do? Like when stuff like that happens, honestly, you're in so much shock. You don't even know how to react. We're just not programmed or trained for that situation. So he left, they went home and I just went to bed 
tossing and turning and like being so upset over what happened. And of course, the next day I did text him about it because it's, you know, one of two things. Either you confront a person about something like that and then you can, you know, stay friends. That's actually a sign that you respect the friendship to want to confront them about it. Or the second option is cut them off completely, you know, and just try to pretend that it never happened, but like never talk to them again. And I chose to confront him about it. Of course, he felt really bad. He apologized and he probably feels like pretty crap about it because, you know, what it really boils down to was that I wasn't attracted to him and that's why I was like offended by it. So those are my pervy photographer stories, at least the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm sure there's a lot more. I mean, I've heard here in London, there's a really famous photographer who will try to sleep with the female models that he shoots with. And he's actually a successful fashion photographer, not even shooting lingerie or boudoir. And I think sometimes those are the ones you have to be even more wary of because you just don't expect that you're going to be in a risky situation shooting with a fashion photographer. But it happens. It happened to two of my commercial modeling friends here in London. And nobody ever talks about it because of the reputation of the photographer and also the model's reputation. Nobody wants to be the victim because there's a lot of victim shaming. There's, oh, what did she do to deserve that? Maybe she was behaving a certain way. She was probably asking for it. And this is why nobody ever talks about it it's really sad and i'm brave enough to speak up so hopefully this story is gonna help you if you're a model or just someone who's interested in that world feel free to always reach out to me find me here on lingerie lowdown or on instagram i also blog about these topics i've actually written an entire article on my medium blog and you can just find me everywhere under Vani Lang, V-O-N-N-Y-L-A-N-G. Don't forget to check me out on the Lingerie Lowdown website where I review all sorts of things like clothes, stockings, lingerie, even sex toys because I'm really into that. In fact, I'll probably do an episode about sex toys soon. I will catch you here next time on the Lingerie Lowdown podcast on It's a Little Complicated. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, Make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. 
From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.